Flight 229, you're clear for takeoff. Just like a flight plan, you have to know where you're going and how you will get there when you plan for retirement. Let Ryan Fleming help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Coming up on today's edition of the Pilot's Advisor, we're going to talk about some of those fake news headlines that might also impact your finances. We've seen fake news kind of become a big issue and really a synonymous buzzword when it comes to our political climate over the past couple of years. But has it made its way into the financial world as well? We'll talk about that on today's show. Plus, we've got a great question from Jim on the mailbag portion of the program where Jim's wondering about, you know, should he go ahead and take Social Security while he's still working, not planning to retire really anytime soon? We'll get into his question in depth a little bit later on in today's show as well. But first, it's time to see what's happening in the news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Well, it's time to see what's happening in the news with Ryan Fleming. And Ryan, I got two headlines for you. I figured we could just kind of clump these two headlines together to get your analysis on these. The first one is uh, about the UK. They can't seem to make up their mind at the time of this recording whether or not Brexit is happening or how to actually do it, even if it is. I'm curious if you foresee the saga having any impact on our economy however it unfolds. And also, just to kind of throw in with that, economists at Goldman Sachs are now saying that the risk of a recession in the next year are less than 10%. And so does that sort of prediction mean anything to you? I just laugh when I see all this stuff. Haven't we been talking about Brexit for like a year and a half? (laughs) Yeah, it seems like it's been going on for a long time now. Yeah, and then so every month there's some new little piece of Brexit and then the markets might react a little bit. But what it tells me is, you know, all the stuff, all the news is totally unpredictable. And I think in the short term, it could have a a minor effect on the markets. But in the long term, you know, it's not really going to, because it's such a small piece of all the information that affects the market. And once again, it tells me, stop worrying about the little details and the noise that's out there and invest long term. If you invest long term, all this, these little news stories don't really matter. And if anything, it should give you peace of mind, you know, when you can look at a long-term investment, for lack of a better term, philosophy, that's when you can sleep at night. If I was sitting out here thinking about Brexit or what gold, some analysts at Goldman Sachs thought day to day, I wouldn't be able to sleep. Well, the, the key there is long-term, right? I mean, if you're talking about the short-term, yeah, there may be an impact from one of those two things on the market or on the economy. Any news item could have a big impact in the short term. But if you're thinking long term, then you really don't have to worry about all these little emotional ups and downs as much. Absolutely, Walter. And that's what I try to tell all my clients. You know, you always have to have a long term philosophy because if you're reacting to news events that happen every week, and yes, they do have an impact on the markets, but it's only a short term impact. And if you're moving stuff around in your investment portfolio or you're buying and selling individual stocks on what's happening week to week, you're speculating and gambling with your money, and you're going to lose over the long term. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. We've got a great question on the mailbag this week from Jim in Dallas. Jim says, I'm 67. 
So I've reached full retirement age for Social Security, but I don't have plans to retire anytime soon. Should I go ahead and start my Social Security now or just wait until I'm done working? Well, Jim, I mean, this is a great question. And if it was me, I would wait till 70 and you'd get the most amount out of Social Security as you possibly could with the cost of living adjustment for the rest of your life. But with this question being asked, Social Security and when to take it is probably one of the most controversial and complicated questions out there. And I really recommend talking to a Social Security specialist. Jim, in his case, it doesn't sound like he needs the money right now, and it sounds like he's going to continue working. So wait to 70 is, is the easy answer. But it is much, much more complicated than that for any individual that might have been married before or has been widowed or has younger, a younger spouse or kids. Social Security is very, very complicated. Before you make any decisions, talk to an advisor or talk to your advisor and get them to refer you to a Social Security specialist. Well, the podcast today, I want to spend some time talking to Ryan Fleming a little bit about fake news. Now, we're not going to go too crazy here, Ryan, and talk about the entire world of fake news. I mean, that term has become synonymous with the political climate of the past couple of years. I know it's probably one that grates on a lot of people's ears at this point. We didn't like fake news to begin with, Ryan, and now we're tired of hearing about the fake news, but it hasn't gone anywhere, has it? I don't even know what's not fake news now. When I think about the news, I'm like, yep, okay, that's fake news. Because, you know, we used to have it where all these shows and columnists, they actually had to, you know, fact check what they're saying. And I just don't think that's what we have to do anymore. That's true. It is almost, it's like the uh, assumption of guilt or the assumption of innocence, I should say. Hopefully it's still that way. But now it's with the fake news, instead of assuming that a news story is accurate and then, you know, someone might have to debunk it later on, it's the other way around now. It's almost like we're assuming that every story we hear, we're so skeptical. Well, I'm going to assume that that's false. And then if I don't hear anybody saying it's not false, then I'll believe it in a couple of days. Right? Well, so it almost taking actually- another angle. I actually think that's the reality. I mean, it's guilty until proven innocent. It really is. And then, hey, there's a great news story, and I'm just going to assume that that has no truth to it at all. Right. Right. If in a few and, days, and I don't I'm know not, the I'm way not. you feel, but I actually I feel that way right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling pretty close to it. Certainly a lot different than even just a, a decade ago. We had much more, I think, trust in the system, trust in the in, especially in the journalism side of things. But that has sort of faded away with, you know, the citizen journalists now making a huge appearance, the the drive for ratings. This is one one area where competition has probably here in the in the middle term Competition has maybe really hurt the journalism industry because there's so many different outlets now and writers and journalists can bounce around between all these different outlets and everyone kind of trying to make that name for themselves. It's just a a little bit of that integrity seems to have evaporated from that world. But anyway, that's not what this whole podcast is supposed to be about. We want to talk instead about the financial space and fake news that we're seeing there. What are some of the headlines we see labeled as fake news now in the financial realm? And I'll see if Ryan agrees with these different you know, headlines. All these headlines have been pulled from over the past couple of months from various sources online. One example, Ryan, Social Security going broke with a big exclamation point at the end. Is that the definition of financial fake news there? I 100% think I think it is. Unfortunately, you know, all the magazines out there are putting out stuff to sell magazines, all the 
the uh, TV shows out there are, you know, trying to sell ratings. And do I think that there's a problem with our social security? Absolutely. Do I think changes need to be made so that we have social security in the future? Absolutely. Do I think that social security is going to be broke? I don't. I think that there's going to be some form of social security out there in the future. There's going to have to be changes made and there's probably going to have to be uh, tax changes that are going to happen, but it's fake news. Yeah, it's all in the wording, right? Just like with a lot of fake news, it's almost in just the headline. Sometimes maybe the story's accurate, but just the headline was clickbaity and a little bit fake. And that's what you see there with Social Security, sort of this outlandish, it's going broke, you know, big, bold statement. Well, okay, there are problems, but is that really a true statement? Not necessarily. I'm going to laugh about this one because it kind of reminds me of my relationship (laughs) with me and my wife. Oh, okay. You know, like... I'll say stuff like this, like, hey, we probably need to settle down a little bit. You know, we've gone out to dinner like the last, you know, three nights in a row and and we don't have any money. You know, and then my daughter's like, we don't have any money. <laughs> my wife's like, we're going to be just fine. But dad has said we're going broke. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great parallel. I think that's, you got to be careful what you say around kids, right? <laughs> well, it's back to liquidity, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm going to hit you upside the head. <gasps> what did you say? Oh, no, it's just, uh, you don't understand sarcasm yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, I, my, my daughter, hyperbole. she does that very well now because she goes, daddy, be real. Oh, that's funny. I love it. I love it. That's a great example of uh, family <laughs> fake news. Honey, we're, we're going, yeah, well, we're going yeah. broke because we're eating out too much. <laughs> All right. Here's another good one for you from the financial realm. The crash of the dollar is imminent, so buy gold now. Well, absolutely. You should sell everything you have and buy gold. <laughs> I 100% agree. That'll save you. Yeah. The funny part about this is, you know, people, you know, especially with buying gold, it's inducing the fear that everything's crumbling. And the only thing that you're going to have that has any value is gold. And, you know, I teach my clients all about, you know, not speculating and gambling with their money. And this falls right into it. Because if you look at the long term of what's happened with gold and how much money you can make off gold over the long term, it's virtually nothing. Because what gold does is it just goes up and down. So the only way you're really going to make money off of gold is buying it when it's down and selling when it's high. Um, it falls under the commodities thing. You know, it's possible to make money in the in commodities, but long term you're going to do much much better with much less volatility investing in the stock market. Yeah, it's a, an easy one to pick apart there, I would suppose. Now this one may be a little bit harder to delineate. Well, you know, well, the truth. It's, the... it's buying gold and guns, though. You know, you got to buy guns too. Oh, and that's right. The under yeah. under twenty foot down shelter for the you know the apocalypse. Oh, well, that was going to be my next one, but uh, since yeah, you, yeah. since you took that one, you know, I would have to throw it. Okay, in moving on. <laughs> this one, I don't know. This one may be a little harder to delineate the truth versus the uh, the fakeness or the fake news side of this. Nursing home costs poised to bankrupt millions of Americans. Now, this is a major concern in the financial world, right? It actually is, but it just makes me laugh looking at that. Because you know what? Nursing homes are literally knocking on people's doors to bankrupt them. But what they're really trying to say in reality is, you know, long-term care costs are definitely increasing at a, a, you know, a very drastic rate. But the headline of this just makes me laugh. And this is what we're doing now to get people's attention. Yeah, just being a bit outlandish, a little bit over the top. That's another good example of it there. Uh, It's not going to necessarily bankrupt millions of Americans. It may be a problem for millions of Americans. Well, and it is. And, you know, I think this is one of those long-term care is one of those things that most people out there don't have in their retirement, I guess. uh, They don't like talking about it. Yeah, well, they don't like talking about it because it's very hard to have, you know, long-term care is very expensive. 
a lot of people talk about self-insuring or, you know, like in some cultures where the kids actually take care of their parents. Well, we're getting to be a culture where that's more and more frowned upon. And because of that, you really do need to have a plan. But uh, it's a very, very sensitive subject. And unfortunately, most people don't even have enough money for a normal retirement, let alone buying long-term care insurance. But it's definitely something that I deal with and talk about with many of my clients. All right. I know this one will uh, hit close to home for you as well. Market crash coming soon. Is that a fake news headline? I just laugh at people trying trying to predict what's going to happen with the market. You know, when you stop trying to time the market, that's the only way you're really going to win. I know people that when the market crashed in 2008 that are still sitting on the sidelines and have missed out on the 500% increases we've had since then. Or, you know, of course, when, you know, President Trump was going to get, you know, elected president, the markets were just going to crash and never recover. That never happened. But, you know, it's just why try to predict the market? It's totally unpredictable. The one thing I know is that if you invest in the market, you're going to win over the long term. I don't know if the next 10% is up or down, but I know where the next 100% is going to be. And that's going to be up because it always has been up. Yeah, it's a really good point there. Any other additional headlines you see that would qualify as fake news in your book? I just wanted to comment on the market crash one coming soon because I'm a big proponent of actually looking at the facts and looking at the numbers. You know, they talk about the markets up three out of every four years. So you just got to understand the market's going to be down some years. That's the way it works. The other thing is when I look at a market crash or correction, and if you look at all of them in the history of the stock market, on average, guess how long they last? On average, 117 days. So yes, this takes into account the big crashes, the tech crash, the 2008 crash, you know, that were longer than 117 days. But when you average it all out, it's just a blip on the radar. So you just got to not panic, stay with, you know, the plan that you have in place and that's how you're going to win. Because otherwise you're speculating and gambling with your money. Well, that's some perspective, isn't it? I mean, on the grand scheme of things, that's, uh, you're right, a blip on the radar for a hundred some days. It really is. And, and the, the worst part about it is, you know, dealing with emotions, those are when investors panic and they want to do something and the right answer is to do nothing. And it's just really, really hard to get people to uh, appease their emotion and, and not look at it from an emotional perspective because it's something that keeps people up at night. And, and I, did, I hate it that it's that way, but understanding it, you just really got to learn to help people, you know, talk them off the ledge because you don't want them to hurt themselves. And there's nothing I hate more than somebody that's going to make a decision that's going to hurt themselves financially. But unfortunately, I've learned, I, you know, I've learned the hard way. It's kind of like you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Sometimes the right thing to do is nothing. Do you have to be careful sometimes if something goes wrong that you're not just kind of, you know, making that rash decision say, oh, okay, well, push, push this button. Okay, try this button because you might actually create more problems. Absolutely. And, you know, that's something that they teach you in pilot training is, you know, when you have something happen is to hack the clock, you know, maintain aircraft control, you know, like the, the basics. Or, uh, you know, I, I've also had a, a very reputable advisor used to say, when's the proper time to panic? And the answer is you should never panic. Nothing out there is worth panicking. And if you're panicked and you're going to make a decision when you're panicked, you're going to make the wrong decision and hurt yourself. Or if you're pressing buttons in the airplane, that's probably going to create something even worse than what you have right then. Yeah, that's a great point. Well, if you've got any questions about your financial plan, your situation, if you've kind of fallen victim, we, we all have 
to different clickbait headlines or fake news, and we kind of took some stock in those things and maybe even built a plan around some of these issues, and now we're realizing, oops, maybe that's not the best course of action to take, or if these kinds of things bother you on a regular basis and it would be helpful to have somebody to run them by, reach out to Ryan. He's happy to talk through these things with you if you're falling victim to this uh, you know, financial fake news that is out there just like lots of other fake news. Give him a call. 843-475-3038. That's 843-475-3038. Call or text Ryan Fleming at that number and have a conversation about what's on your mind. You can also find information online as well at FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. Ryan, thanks for all the help on today's podcast. Enjoy the chat with you and uh, we'll do it again soon. Yes, we will. And I'd just like to leave our listeners with a little comment on that is, you know, true financial peace of mind is all about education. So if I can help my clients get educated, then I can help them uh, sleep at night. And please reach out to me. I got plenty of data to kind of tell you how markets work and how you won't speculate and gamble with your money. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'll talk to you next time right back here on The Pilot's Advice. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.